0: This is the Draft Prospect Review Podcast on Patriots.com Radio. Welcome to the NFL Draft. The Draft Prospect Review Podcast is your source for all the latest news and information on the NFL Draft. The New England Patriots like. Now, here to preview the safeties, the writers of Patriots.com. Well, guys, we've come to the end of the road. This is our
1: last position to break down the safeties, last but not least, because there are a lot of good ones. Um, And there's some high-end talent at this position, but uh, it's going to be the last position that we break down in our draft podcast previews here. Mike Dussault and Matisse Bauman. I like saying Bauman <laughs> instead of Bowman. Oh, wow! Bauman. wow. Bauman. Yippee-oh, yippee-ay. Bauman. Uh, so we, we're going to talk about the safeties, and guys, when you look at this position, it's impossible to really, uh, you know, delve into these guys without talking about Kyle Hamilton. I mean, I, I think this is one of the better... I think this might be the best pros- – my number one prospect on the draft board uh, in, in general. And uh, he he's a guy with really solid size, uh, instincts to play, uh, mobility, versatility. I think he – I mean, I, I don't know how high he's going to go in this draft, but uh, I, I think you'd be hard-pressed to find a guy who's uh, better suited for the next level in the, in the entire
0: class. Yeah, totally. I mean, it's—it's. It's, he's going to be long gone by the time the Patriots pick, but imagining what – you know, Bill Belichick could do with that kind of guy with, like you said, the size, I mean, six foot four, um, the anticipation he comes down with hard. I mean, it's just, it's such an interesting position overall for the Patriots because they're kind of stacked there. You know, I mean, you have McCourty came back, but you've got Duggar, you've got Phillips, they signed Jabril Peppers. You've got Josh Bledsoe waiting in the wings from last year. Um, but I think overall the class, you know, after Hamilton, there's just a lot of guys who If they had more of a need you could see a fit for for a lot of them especially as you get here to the second level with you know just to throw daxon hill out there as a, as a common patriots kind of connection even though they have that position pretty well set i think he's one guy that that has intrigued a lot of people just with his versatility and you know the speed that's the thing that stands out with some of these guys with with the four three speed there's a bunch of them
1: yeah and beyond hamilton pretty much uh the rest of this class figures to be available at 21 so uh, Mike brought up Daxon Hamilton uh, Tease what, what do you think of uh, I mean not uh, Dax and Hill I'm sorry not Hamilton uh, Daxton Hill uh, what do you think of Hill
0: I like him a lot he's really fast He's at 4.8 up 4.38 at the combine sees uh, things develop really well and he's versatile you know one of the things is he could be moved to corner and then it's like do you really want to save to a corner yeah <laughs> I think that's a good question T. So that's you know part of the you need cornerbacks right now and certainly there's there's a number of cornerbacks that, that we've talked about in the last show that could fit but you know could he be that kind of zone guy where it's just he's you know, solid, aggressive, can play at a th- number of different spots. I think it's just a question of tonnage. And, you know, at what point do you have too many strong safeties and not enough outside cornerbacks and, and inside linebackers? I think that's what they have to balance. Yeah,
1: and the one thing that, that struck me with Hill is you, don't, you you see a lot of guys that are corners in college and, you know, sort of project them to safeties. This is a guy that's legitimately getting, um, you know, some, some of the draft experts talking about the possibility that he could play more corner. In the pros, and I, I really can't recall seeing that um, often, uh, you know, for some of these guys. And as T said, 438 uh, 40 is the reason why people are saying that. Generally, the corners that switch to safeties do so because, you know, they lack the high-end speed at the pro level, and then they're just not going to be able to handle it. This guy's versatility to to operate, um, you know, in in single high I- as well as in the slot. Um, I, I do think there's a chance that the Patriots might be. Uh, more than kicking the tires on on Hill. I think he sort of has that profile of their kind of versatility in the secondary. You know, they've really strongly gone after these Michigan defenders um, in the recent past. So uh, with, you know, mixed at best results, I don't know if they'll want to continue that road. But I I do think Hill is an intriguing
0: guy. For for sure. And, and, you know, it's a question of, he got speed, but you know, can you play man? Can you? Or is he used to that? A little bit of a jump, but I think you're right. And, and there's just, there's just so many of these strong safety types that seem like like the new Belichick favorite position. There's guys who play special teams. There's guys who are captains, and you know those those things always stand out. And this this just feels like the prime Patriots position right now. Um, you know, going down the list, Paul. I don't want to jump on. Well, you know, let's get to every day two. Native. Yeah, let's <laughs> let's get to day two
1: because there's a lot of day two
0: safeties here. Yeah. Go ahead. No, no, I, I hey. Let's set the stage. Everett's own Lewis, seen from another another member of the Georgia defense, um, but another outstanding guy. I mean, similar to Hill, a little bit bigger, but I just you see a lot of similarities to me in their game in terms of playing strong safety, playing in the slot, coming off the edge, uh, making tackles, covering tight ends, that kind of stuff. Uh, another another really good player, very aggressive, and hey, Massachusetts Defensor player of the year just five years ago, so he's got some connection to locally. I also like uh, Smoke Monday from Auburn. Uh, big tone setter, uh, you know all these guys really are just enforcers, and they really like light up the defense with the hits they do. And you know he has three career pick sixes. I want the There's smoke. Do you there. want
1: the smoke, Paul? I don't want the smoke. I, I want, want no smoke. part of the smoke. <laughs> uh, but but I do. Uh, he's he is a very physical guy. Tease is right. He's I think he can't cover. Uh, that's that, that's what I would worry about there. But um, it, it would be, wouldn't be bad to have a guy that you know he have an, a nickname like that. You know, smoke? Yeah, throw him <laughs> out there, see smoke. what happens. I like the smoke. A uh, couple other. D- uh, Day two kind of guys, though, uh, you know, is uh, Jalen uh, Petrie yep. is, is one. Uh, I, th- I think there, uh, Nick Cross from Maryland is another guy. Um, you know, pretty productive guys here. Brian Cook from Cincinnati, uh, maybe a little bit later, maybe not quite day two, maybe on that day two day three cusp, but uh, some some ability there for those kinds of guys. And I really like P- uh, Petrie from yeah. from Baylor. I thought he had a solid. Senior Bowl. A lot of people talked about him there. Um, just basically can perform in any role, like free and strong safety, inside outside linebacker, pretty active, physical tackler, uh, and productive at Baylor. Uh, you know, with a long career there. So I think there's there's another guy, and and Mike is right because I I don't really they have a lot of depth at safety. So you you're just talking about pure safety. Most of these guys should be around. Um, you know, McCordy you know we'll see how long he is but you know you have a young guy in Duggar um, a young guy that you drafted last year in Bledsoe you know I don't know if if McCourty and Peppers are around long term you know and how much longer Phillips will be around but I I think you have some depth at the position so it's going to be interesting to see what they're looking for Uh, to me it would be a depth kind of guy a special team kind of guy and some of these guys I, I, I think definitely profile is that
0: yeah I think it's the, the back end and you brought up McCordy; uh, he's coming toward the end how much do they value that back end free safety guy who you know that and I think a lot of the guys that we're talking about here are all strong safety types guys who played in the box guys who can hit some of their 40 times are great I mean you mentioned Nick Cross who was a, you know 4-3-4 another one of the
1: yeah.
0: 4-3 guys along with with Hill and Scene so uh, you know maybe a late round flyer on on somebody who's a little bit Faster plays more in the back end, isn't quite that strong safety mold, but there's just so many guys in this list that we're talking about. Jaquan Brisker, another one from Penn State. Yeah, I like him too. Leader, strong safety type. I mean, there's just. It seems like this draft is kind of littered with these day two types of of guys who are physical, used to playing in the box, but not so much the back end. I mean, I think Hamilton can do it all, Um, but you know, after him, it's it's a question of how do they how do they balance it all out with the skill sets that they have. You've got. You know, bringing in peppers, he's you know kind of a linebacker hybrid, almost more than than a true safety. So we'll see how it how it all plays out.
1: Tease so any of the the late guys, uh, you know, catch your eye.
0: I like Verone McKinley out of Oregon. A lot of production. He has there. Uh, 11 yeah. career interceptions. There's a free safety guy. That's a, that's a 10, guy 21. like talking about. Yeah, and he's a little undersized, but he's just always looking for the ball. So you know, that's something he got. to He's back. a ball hawk. Yep, I love the ball hawks. Yep.
1: Yeah, I mean, sometimes you never know with those guys because. The interceptions can come and go, yeah. you know. Are they not throwing at you because you're really Is it good? Sustainable? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the question. But uh, I do, th- you know, w- when you have a guy with uh, with that much production, th- those kinds of ball skills, I agree with Tease. I think he's a-, a late round guy to keep an eye. On. You know, fifth round, sixth round kind of guy to keep an eye on.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, a lot of good fits. I wouldn't be surprised to not see anybody taken but based on how much attention they give this safety position i i just don't feel like you can you can totally rule it out yeah and
1: you see uh, you know a guy like kirby joseph a lot of his highlights that i watched uh, involved uh, special teams you know he was you know
0: a, that's these guys right? he's, he's a gunner that's where yep. these
1: guys are yep. you know they're 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 day three kinds of guys so you're looking for them to fill you know roles for you and you know, we talk about Devin McCourty. Well, Matthew Slater's not going to be around forever either. You know, so yeah, they're going to be looking for some of these young guys that can, you know, sort of uh, plug into these these Gunner and Vice Guy kind of roles. And yeah, you
0: see it a lot with with these backup uh, safeties. I think they, I mean Hill Hill's a popular Patriots connection. I just would be curious how you know if they chose Hill over a more traditional, uh, you know, one of those corners like we talked about, guys that, you know, Booth, uh, McDuffie, true corners, but, you know, the, they not the size that, that Dax Hill has necessarily. Um, so we'll see what, what if it kind of signals some kind of shift in terms of how they're going to play in the secondary. Yeah, I don't think it, it would be a, a huge, huge
1: position of need. I think Hill does provide you some of that intrigue because of the ability to play corner. I agree with everything Mike just said about that. Uh, so that's going to wrap up our positional breakdowns. We have we we've done it. We've done them all, guys. Yep, every you, b- you guys, have, as usual, have carried them all. And <laughs> when the evaluations are wrong, I will in turn blame you guys because that's <laughs> what I do. Uh, but we have a lot to come. I just want to g- give um, a little bit of house cleaning here. We are going to give you a wrap up of our draft podcasts coming up on Wednesday, so the day before the draft. Uh, you will get uh, sort of an encapsulation of everything that we're talking about. Um, you know, at these positions, we'll go over what we think is the, the positions that the Patriots probably most interested in. But also, we're going to be with you throughout the draft, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. We'll be with you for the entirety of the first round on Thursday, uh, starting, at eight o'clock, starting a little bit before 8 o'clock, actually. Uh, but we will give you the, the entire first round, And we'll be with you Friday night. I, you know, I'm not going to tell you the times because I forget them. Um, Seven thirty to ten. I think it's seven thirty to ten. Is that is that what we're doing? Mm Seven thirty to ten, and then Saturday for day three for for you diehards out there, two to four. We'll be with you. um, And by that time, I'll need my apps. (laughs) I need more appetizers to get me through those kinds of days. Fred doesn't let me drink anymore. You know, he's sort of frowned upon that. You know, it's a new. It's it's kind of a new culture. Sober Paul. Sober Paul so uh but that's what you have to look forward to or you know avoid depending (laughs) on your point of view but i want to thank uh i want to thank matt for uh for uh fitting us in today and also stay tuned for wednesday because that will sort of give you if if you haven't really kept track of all of the podcasts wednesday will give you an idea of everything that we've talked about throughout